Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, welcome back to the Student Leadership Podcast. Gil and I are excited to be joined for a second episode um, with none other than Jamal Fletcher, youth pastor, first AG Freehold, New Jersey. Also, Gil, we found out in the first episode, um, he, the man who single-handedly brought Joe Exotic to the Lord through one of his passionate worship services. Yeah. That's right. And I think I think as part of the show notes, can we attach photos? Is that a real thing? Uh, we're going to have to. We're going to have to at least put a link in there. So, uh, students, if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, you need to go back and listen to episode number one with Jamal Fletcher. But uh, Jamal, we love you. Glad you're back on the show, man. Wow, man. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, man, dude, uh, just call me a Joe Exotic Evangelist, you know, just put me Joe Exotic Evangelist. Can I get that on a nameplate? Jamal Exotic. You should get that as yeah. You should get that as a license plate. Jamal Exotic. I feel like that'd be good. (laughs) Just inheriting the spiritual name of Exotic there. But okay. So here's here's our question for you today, Jamal. A little bit less baited than last time because I don't know what you're going to say to this. But there's a lot of good food in the world, right? A lot of good things. I could give you my top three most favorite foods of all time, like off the back of back of my hand, top of my head. Like just I know the answer. But I want to know what food would you love to just delete from all of human history if you're like this is disgusting i hate it get rid of it the world doesn't benefit from this what food is that yeah i I would have to say you got to get rid of okra okra is absolutely nasty bro sir we might have a fight disgusting wait you like that oh yeah fried okra are you kidding me i'm from the north but the south does that so good bro okay so growing up you know you'd have our family gatherings there would be okra uh, at our family gatherings and, you know, aunts and uncles. And my aunts would be like, oh, you need to try this. And you'd be like, I don't want to eat this. This is nasty. You take it and you spoon it onto your plate and it's so slimy. Like, it's so nasty, dude. I'm like, why? For what? Yeah, I guess I've only had fried okra. So I, I will say that. Like, you know what I mean? Like little crunchy kind of stuff. But I would get rid of, uh, was is it anise? Like the black licorice, like pitzel kind of thing. I hate that. Delete it. Get rid of it. Yeah, no, that's. I'm so glad you said that, Gil, because that would have been my answer as well. But okay, so now we know how to get rid of really bad food items. Sorry if we offended some of you people out there, but um, <laughs> not sorry at all. Um, Jamal, let's talk leadership. Um, really great content in the first episode. Again, students, if you missed it, go back and listen to it. But um, what's another leadership thought you have for student leaders? Yeah, I think if I had a, a thought that I would want to share with student leaders, uh, it would be that you are anointed to serve. You are anointed 
to serve. Anointing is just this idea that God imparts to someone uh, something special for a unique or special task. And so you are gifted is probably another way to say that. You are gifted for service. You aren't gifted for yourself. You aren't gifted to elevate yourself and elevate your own platform, but you have been uniquely knit together, gifted, anointed by God for God. You've been anointed to serve. There are plenty of gifted people who fall in love with the gift uh, and they forget that they have been gifted so that they can serve. We have been put in a position to pour out our lives uh, as a drink offering, as a gift unto others for the sake of the kingdom of God. And when we're talking about the anointing or gifting, it carries better with character. It carries better with character as opposed because what happens sometimes is we get maybe enamored with the gifts that we have, enamored with the talents that we have. And we forget that those things only are bolstered by character. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm very passionate about this topic specifically, Jamal, because like I think something that is wrong with the modern world today, I feel like I sound like an old person saying this, but like I, I feel like what's wrong is like oftentimes we view the gifting as like an extension of us or like the way that we serve is is ironically or you know unintentionally self-glorifying like it's the person who wants to lead worship and that's the way that they serve it's like oh i just serve through leading worship and through speaking all the time like i'm thinking of students who look for those opportunities but they're not willing to help move chairs they're not willing to help like serve at the welcome center to like help make new students feel comfortable or like help lead discussion in their small groups they want to like be in positions where their gifting is like kind of being glorified for everyone to see and they i feel like they miss the mark and i'm not saying having obviously anything against that god has gifted so many teenagers i know with singing ability and speaking and things like that but in all of them they are also the ones that are helping tear down the partitions afterwards and they're there like staying late they're there getting early to help make a difference and invest into that um so i, I want to know is what bible story comes to mind for you with this what what led you to this this leadership principle so I think what, what sticks out to my mind is the life of David. So you can really kind of take David's life and take a like a, almost like a snapshot of like these different portions um, from his moment where he's anointed as king uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 16 uh, to the moment where um, he's struggling uh, with how he's going to treat Saul when they're in that cave, right? You see uh, David being anointed to serve as king and then you see this moment with him and Saul in the cave, and he's convicted that he's cut, you know, the corner of his rope. And that to me speaks of his character. And then later on in David's life, we see what actually gets him in trouble is when he starts to serve himself rather than the, 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 the seat of the throne for the kingdom of God. He starts to say, well, you know what? Kings are you know, supposed to be at war, but ah, I think I'm going to do my own thing, you know, and that gets him in trouble. And so I think that like when we're talking about leadership and specifically to students, man, you can't get so enamored with the fact that you've been called or that you've been anointed or that you've been gifted. You have to maintain that level of character all the way throughout. And when we maintain that level of character, when we see that displayed in our lives, man, God does incredible, incredible Things. I, I love the story of David. I think so many of us do. Um, uh, I think for one of one message I was preaching on David many years ago, I was researching like how long 
or how, how many years was it between the moment he was anointed as probably junior high boy to the time he was actually appointed as king. And it was, I think, I think it was like 27 years. I mean, it was this unbelievably long period of time. And, and it is really confusing in church leadership and, and maybe, maybe just specific to the American church where we do think that anointing and appointing happen simultaneously. And so a student is like, I'm anointed to serve. Give me the mic. Give me the, you know, the instrument, you know, let me, let me have my moment to, you know, shine. And, and there is a season that God takes us through all of us, not just students. There's a season God takes us through to develop us and to develop our character, right? Because the spotlight and the platform, that's not what develops character in your life. The microphone doesn't develop character in your life, right? I've it's, never wanted to yell sheesh so, like more than right now in a microphone. That is you're like so good. In your seat. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yes. So Jamal, um, back to you. Tell us about a student in your ministry that's getting this right, right? That's really living out this principle right now. So I want to talk about a student who's actually now an MA on the mission field uh, for the Assemblies of God. Her name is Tara Matthews. She uh, stepped into our youth ministry back when I had first started, so maybe over like 12 years ago. And I've just seen her grow and maintain character all the way throughout now to the point where um, just maybe let's say maybe six or seven months ago she was one of our youth leaders for a time uh but then eventually got her assignment uh in paraguay so that she ended up going on going on and doing that but she still even now is making an impact on our students uh you know messaging them when she can through instagram still connected to them through the bible lab doing devotions with them um before she was ever on the mission field this has always been her disposition uh and so man i i I just have seen it in her life and because i've seen it in her life i can just attest to the fact that it's true that when you're appointed and anointed and back when she was maybe i think eighth grade ninth grade is when she first felt called into missions and here we are 2021 and she's just now getting to the mission field but her character is what carried her through uh and and man that's just what it is character um and it just in my mind one of the other things that comes to kind of surface is you know we think about even samson right there was a moment where you know he was gifted with this strength and then we see it depart from him uh because he made some choices and his character started making the left turn but man um, when we're locked in to the character that that god is cultivating in us we see those gifts elevated to a whole nother level and uh yeah tara kills it she does an amazing job yeah, just like uh, just like Rome, character isn't built in a day, right? It's over time, it's over testing, and things like that. So, how can students like start to develop their their character now? I think it's difficult because, again, we're talking about a long term thing, something that really takes years, decades to to start to develop, and it's it's hard to even. I think sometimes as a teenager, grasp the magnitude of that. But like, what is some advice that you would give? What's like good baby steps or good practical principles that they can follow at their their level? Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit similar to. Uh, what I've shared in the last podcast, but they they go hand in hand, right? So I think you have to decide if you're a student leader, you have to decide who you want to be. I think that's that's where you have to start. Who do you want to be? And based upon who do you want to be, take a look at the character traits necessary to maintain that type of platitude. And when you look at those character traits, you have to make everyday decisions to want to be that type of person. So let's say that you, uh, you... For example, you say, all right, well, I want to be the type of person 
who people can trust. Okay, well, that takes honesty. That takes integrity. That takes compassion. You need to make everyday decisions to cultivate those things. Make everyday decisions to serve people in that way. You've been gifted, all right, anointed to serve. So how can you serve people compassionately? How can you serve people with integrity? How can you serve people with honesty? And as you do that day by day, you will eventually cultivate a character that is capable of carrying the gifts that God has placed in your life. Yeah, it's so good, Jamal. Such a good word of encouragement to us. So practical. Um, I, I find myself, and I share this with students as well, that one of the biggest motivating factors in, in me and my life personally to, to be a person of character is that just practically speaking, just take kind of take the biblical out of it for a second, which sounds really weird to say, right? But like, like all of my closest friends, one of the reasons why they're my closest friends is because they have character. Right. The people that I want to work with are I want to work with them because they have character. Right. And so character affects all of us. And sometimes it's easier for us to be um, more uh, offended by the lack of character in someone else than in ourselves. Right. But if you think about it, students like the, your college roommates one day, your, your, your close friends in high school right now, the reason that you like them is because they're a person of character. The world is a better place and the church is a better place when we're all working on this issue of character. So this is this is really helpful. I'm excited uh, for one more episode with you, Jamal. Um, thanks for joining us again today. Students, if you love this content, if it's been helpful to you, uh, do us a favor. Tag us, share it, and uh, you can tag us at LTG Conference. You can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, students, you're called to lead your generation. We encourage you to lead with passion for Christ and love for others.